So I've been I've been trying to write just just as my uh, my own exercise, like a like a joke a day, like a monologue joke a day on my social media, and put it out there um, just to see how things land and keep my chops. And this one that I wrote about fucking Texas just went in a crazy ad- like it, <laughs> like it was just the dumbest fucking joke. It was like I don't know. Did you see this on my Facebook page? I did not. It was like so. It was it was inspired by the fact you it was like oh your your headphones yeah oh yeah <clears throat> can you feed me the cord oh come on really I'm not necessarily going to use them but it's like a gun Corey I would rather <laughs> I would rather have one and not need it I than think... to need it and not have one it's 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 better when we don't have those. The flow is much better. No, we don't know yet. Because then you're going, oh, wait, hold on. Let me find No, 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 I won't do it. No, no, no. First of all, I have a new soundboard. It's much easier to use. And I won't use, I told you, I will use it sparingly. It'll make me feel like it's the show. I know what you're going to finish that word with. (laughs) No. (laughs) Up, the show up. Yeah. Oh, that could be the new uh, name of a podcast, the show up. Are they going to show up to do the show? <laughs> it's just 15 minutes. If it's of, up to Corey, they'll do it next week. It's 15 minutes of dead air. <laughs> and then you just go on, let's just, let's just do this next week. No, 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 no. no it's no, it's okay. late. It's almost, it's almost seven. It's 15 minutes of dead air. And then it's just me going, yeah, they, I did, can't they miss, didn't show up. I can't miss this episode of Gunsmoke. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and they're putting bananas afterwards. So, what, like, was it all Ted Cruz stuff? Well, well no, it, it, he was part of it, but it was just sort of this, con- this, this, yeah, the, uh, the, the board of directors all resigned after their utilities catastrophically failed and put Texans into suffering. Ted Cruz abandoned them for uh, Cancun, uh, plus the Houston Texans, and I was like, not only is it the loan. Wait, what? Wait, so I understand the Ted Cruz abandoned them because he did, but then they're like, and their football team got rid of DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. Well, yeah, no, it it was just it was it was three it was three data points basically. It was like uh, this board of directors had to resign because they killed a bunch of Texans. Ted Cruz abandoned them, oh. and the Houston Texans, and the, plus the Houston Texans, everybody knew they sucked. And so the joke was not only is it. It's not their flag is just not the Lone Star. It's also a very accurate Yelp review for the state. Ah. So, so it was a it was a Lone it was a Lone and the team. Yeah, right. It was a Lone, lone Star. It was, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and JJ Watt left already gone. Overrated. But anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, that that was the, that was the whole joke. Somehow, the first comment, which like like created this escalation of polit like political bullshit, was like. I'm, I'm tired of hearing your political opinions. How many, how, many, how many comments did it take in the thread before transgender people got brought up and they're creepy wanting to be in bathrooms all the time? Like, I, what comment was that? Eight? Four? I don't, I don't fucking the know. One? There, were, there were over 100 comments by the oh, end. Jesus. Yeah, so I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fight. But most people were, like, defending the fact that this woman was an idiot. But it, it spawned this whole fucking turn on a joke, a lo- like the joke is literally Lone Star and Yelp. Yeah. It's not really, it's more of like 
the it's current event based, but it's a Lone Star. Joke. Hold on, hold on. I present to you a new segment called "We Read Will's Comment Section." <laughs> no, I, t- I tell you what, though. Uh, and I was like, "How is this a political opinion?" No, no guys, I was being hundred percent serious. I have it pulled up. I can read the post, and then I can read this comment section. Do we want to do that? No. What? No, you don't want to hear. You don't want to take this. Not let, on this. Let's show. take a short journey, real quick. Not on the show. It doesn't pertain to the show. To what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, this is that. But this it's is just, just funny. It may be funny, but it's not the right place. Wait, wait, this is not church. <laughs> no, I don't think this we, isn't a cathedral. Well, what did I tell you? No, we hold on, Will. Okay, you know I love to do this, Corey. I'm breaking that fourth wall. Yes, uh, and I we, hate it when Corey you and I had a discussion. What two weeks right before the D two episode. And we do our, which by the way, we, you're like, oh, before your first episode, no, nah, not technically, uh, but we. We both agreed, like, we sucked, and we felt bad for you. <laughs> because, no, we, we did. We, we're, we're re- that's Corey and I's biggest strength in this world is we're really good at not just what we think we know is good content. We're also, we think, very good at being self-aware if we're doing bad content. And we, most of the time, sink into it such as this, mm-hmm. where this is going. And we knew that the first couple of times we recorded, we hadn't, we, we weren't in a rhythm. You know what I mean? It was like getting back on the court with the old teammates you haven't played with in years. And so we were like, okay, what can we do to be better? Corey was Corey's like, well, maybe no sound effects and, uh, you know, maybe tone down the, the bitty part and the jokey part. And my, you know, uh, my criticism was, well, you got to give me more. You got to, you know, let me kind of sink into some of it a little bit else. And literally one week later, he's derailing what could be the greatest segment in history, which is, read will's facebook post and comment section Mm -mm. (laughs) i just uh i I mean you can read them but let's uh, read the post and one comment yeah well read the first comment that's all you need just to understand is that fair i take it i take it to the elder (laughs) for for grace is that okay can we read the post and one comment i mean in the intro i guess to the show if that's what you want to do i don't know where you're going to go with it that's but. what the intro is for i wouldn't do it in the middle of the national treasure 2 <laughs> discussion which by the way is the movie we will talk about i guess we did start the show again uh but yeah let, one post one comment and then we'll go right into uh uh the the two things i have before we talk about national treasure 2 okay yeah, and one of the other things is I don't like talking politics, so... No, this isn't politics. This I know. is just I'm laughing just saying, at people. I know, I'm saying. that's That was one of the other things, too. It's like, I, you know, politics, th- it's a movie podcast. I don't like... I liked you a lot better when you would sink into this and let me ramble. I know it. Honestly, I feel like you have extended this ramble by... We could have already been done. We're not even, we're not even recording. The entire yet. team of directors for the Texas Power Grid resigned today after their utilities catastroph- Wait, catastrophically... Are we fa- recording now? Yeah. We've I, been recording. I, I just roll. Yeah, this is the show. It's all stuff that you can use or not use. <laughs> We've started. Wait, is that why you we were so even, bad? We haven't even You didn't realize you were doing the show. Wait, we all have headphones. Are, do you, are your headphones on? Yes. Your headphones are on. You're speaking into a microphone. You had him adjust your volume. We have you didn't think, between baby. us. We didn't even do the introduction. Yeah, but you didn't. That's But that's the that's like the charm of it. It's, it's, hey, you guys caught us in a candid moment here. You know what I mean? That's what Will did. You didn't see him. That was a that was a veteran move Will did to start it. And I picked up on it right away, which is why I immediately put my headphones on. I saw, because if he, we, we were just two minutes ago eating pizza and bullshit now here in the common space. Now I saw Will got behind the bubble. So he started to go into the Facebook post and I could tell he was doing show. 
So you know what I did, Corey? I was a good teammate, put on my headphones, jumped right in there with them. You were the lost old man with a silver alert, just not knowing where the hell you were, trying to find your way. I thought we were just chilling. No. Welcome to the sequel machine. It's like a gun, Corey. I would rather <laughs> I would rather have one and not need it I than to need it and not have one. Are we Fail. recording now? Yeah. We've I, been I, recording. I just roll. Yeah, this is the show. Is that why you really? were so bad? The Brit introduction. Yeah, but you didn't. That's but that's the that's like the charm of it. Oh, your honor, your honor. <laughs> that's different. Hold though. on, your honor. The defense would like to point out that its first uh, evidence, Exhibit A, was tampered with by the prosecution. But then the prosecution immediately gave us new evidence in saying that <laughs> he was swindled by America Online. Wait, Reason. who's the prosecution? Who's the defense I'm here? I'm not real sure. Because you would be, I prosecu- would be the prosecution. You're the prosecution. Your He's Honor, the, the defense. defense has done nothing but fuck with evidence. And- Why am I on trial? You've been on trial. I think Brad is say- still saying you're old, and and, uh, and we've got to decide yeah, whether or not you're old or not. You both accused me of derailing this show a lot, but if you guys would just let me get through the goddamn bit, we would be done and talking about Nicolas Cage and Willy's Wonderland. I'm gonna prove to you I'm not crazy. Was this good then? Poor schlubs like us who are dumb idiots who took one history class in high school wanna know like, oh, I get this movie and we are poor and I wanna become rich one day and that's satisfying to watch. Get Vic. I'll talk get to Vic. you. I'm, yeah, go, go get my big black friend. I'll talk to you. You guys are in trouble. Welcome to the sequel machine. <laughs> Welcome to the sequel machine. I am Corey. I am one third of your host. Look at this me. guy taking. I, I like. <laughs> no, that's the most he's ever done on a show, and it was a. It was good. That was a. Dish. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm getting under your way. Intro the show, and then le- and then send, throw I think it over you to did me. This last week too. Throw it over. Well, you maybe maybe, maybe it would be a good reoccurring joke if we don't address that I do it every week. So go ahead, start it up, and then throw it to me. Corey, go ahead. Welcome to another episode of The Sequel Machine. I am Corey. I'm one-third of your co-hosts here on the show. And with me today is Brad Scott. Hello. And Wolf Pfaffenberger. Hello. You know I'm going to have to screw that up every time. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Do whatever you want. I'd rather you just screw it up without addressing the joke of screwing it up. But yeah, go ahead. Throw it back to me. Don't yeah. be involved. Don't be involved. I'm opening the post. All right, Brad. Okay, so I was <laughs> thinking of ways to start this show today, and we are going to be talking about National Treasure 2, starring one of the most polarizing, iconic actors of all time, Nicolas Cage. Yes. And we are also, before that, going to talk a little bit about his new movie that just came out that 
two-thirds of the show have seen the entirety of, and one of us will only be talking about the first half hour. You'll have to figure that out on your own who that is. We'll reveal at the very end. But before we get to that, here's where I want to start, okay? Corey, can you do me a favor? Without yes. looking at your phone, can you Damn. tell me the note that I gave you on the drive here? Mm, no. Okay, so nope, don't say another word. All right, so Will, you remember when we did uh, our little intro episode that no one will probably ever hear? It's just yeah. me and you sitting around bullshitting, talking about what the show we thought was going to be, and yeah. then we were like, well, we're doing a completely different version, so we can't use it. Anyways, yeah. lost episode, people. Will and I give the intros of who we are. I introduce Will uh, because... In, in classic fashion, Corey wasn't here. So I spent the episode just telling Will about Corey, giving the backstory of how he, somehow he can be awful and that becomes amazing content. How somehow he fucking just, he gets to me and he knows how to fuck with me, but then people love him and they think I'm an asshole to him, even though he will derail the show constantly. It's a magic about him. And I said, one of the things is he's really old. Then you remember that he came on our second fake first episode and it was his intro for you, and we gave him the floor to open up to say whatever about the intro episode he listened to that we did. And the first thing he said was, I'm not old. Okay. Hold on. Now, Corey, what is your email address? Do not try to do comedy. I want truthful answers for this, please. What is your email address? It's nkogonzo gmail. Oh, what was it four years before that? Was it not AOL? No, I was saying Gonzo at Gmail. You never had an <laughs> AOL email? Yes, I did. When did you get rid of that AOL email? Is there a one after that two zero? Is there a one after the two zero? 2010 or beyond? Oh, well, technically it's still there. You still use it? No. Yeah, just for porn registrations. Yeah. Wait, okay, so when did you stop using it? It's still on my phone. I just haven't got rid of it. Okay, well, that killed that part. Do you still uh, have the account rolling into your phone? Like you have no, it, technic you have it. Technically, technically, um, well, we used to have AOL when I, when I was married. Then we got rid of it. But we still... I, I still have the, we all still have the email address. I don't know if she's still paying for AOL or not, because I know at one at one point they were still charging like a monthly, monthly fee just for <laughs> <Okay>. email. <laughs> and I'm like, why You're the hell are we paying for this? Hold on. I'm like, why the hell are we paying for this when you can get f email addresses for free? Yeah. Like, she's like, well, it's, I've got so much stuff already you know, tied up to this email that I can't change it. So I'm like, you, you you're serious. And uh, this is a woman who had, if if you if she put turn on her turn on her phone and you look in the little email icon that says how many you have, I swear to you, at one point it was over a thousand, and it's because she was an email hoarder. Uh, I'm at fifteen thousand right <laughs> oh now. God. But will yeah, let's not talk about will me. your honor, your honor. <laughs> that's different. Hold though. on, your honor. The defense would like to point out that it's first. Uh, evidence exhibit a was tampered with by the prosecution but then the prosecution immediately gave us new evidence in saying that <laughs> he was swindled by america online he was taken advantage did you give up your social security number Mm -mm. Yeah, I feel like America Online is now selling arthritis bracelets to unsuspecting and, and seniors. And hustling Corey on the side. Well, no. that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, there is there is a little bit of an argument to be made for uh, your advanced age with the uh, being duped by uh, an antiquated 
Dude, I'll be honest. I was on AOL from in like the very beginning. Yeah, because everybody got the free disc. Yeah, now, you got the free fifty minutes, yeah. whatever the fuck that meant. You're on. You're on. The, the defense has Sorry. one last piece of evidence. Wait, Reason? who's the prosecution? Who's the defense? I'm here? not real sure. Because you would be. I prosecu- would be the prosecution. You're the prosecution. Your He's Honor, the, the defense. defense has done nothing but fuck with evidence, and so the prosecution has one last piece. Why am I on trial? You've been on trial, anyways. I think Brad is say, still saying you're old, and and uh, and we've got to decide yeah, whether or not you're old or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of lost on what it's. Oh, you guys both accuse me of derailing this show a lot, but if you guys would just let me get through the goddamn bit, we would be done and talking about Nicolas Cage and Willy's Wonderland. Well, you just talked about it. we need to like give you more shit, so we're trying to like put some stuff on the, on the buffet. No, I like it. I like you know what? I like it. I like it. So here's my last you did- my last piece of evidence. The first question I asked Corey for this was. What was the note that I told you to give me less than 20 minutes ago in the car on the way here? The reason I said that is because I said, okay, put this in your phone because it's something I want to talk about later. And he goes, oh, I could just remember that. And I go, no, 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 Corey, I know you. Put it in your phone. And I decided to test out that theory. And you saw what happened as soon as I said, give me the note without looking at your phone. I have no idea. If he wouldn't have written it down, we never would have had it. Corey, what is that note? This is why I never leave. That's the def- the prosecution rests. I'm not real sure what that was because there was traffic and he was old man passenger driving the other cars the entire trip. These animals, these uh, these maniacs out here, and then followed it up it will with an emphatic. This is why I never leave, and he means uh, the house. Ah, uh, right, sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Because people can't uh, drive. Yeah, they're morons. Yeah, You're I really agree. doing a lot to solidify your youth case over there. I don't care. Okay, so now have you seen my beard? Let's talk about um, so you're Nick a, Cage. Uh, yeah, I think you're guilty of being older than most people who would be listening to he's, this podcast. He's yeah, guilty probably. of being older than most buildings. <laughs> well, yeah, and acting older. And I have a wife who's similar. Like, she doesn't like going out. She prefers mushy food, and she's always cold. So I'm like, I'm convinced I, I've I've married an 80 year old woman <laughs> Wait, inside of a 30. But when you say she doesn't like going out, do you mean like she doesn't like going out for dancing? Because Corey doesn't. He doesn't like going out of the house no i when i i understood and i what i said is true adrian would prefer to stay at home at all times she hates loud noises she prefers her food mushy she's always cold i am convinced she's an 80 year old woman but i don't mind and did did she have a hip problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah she has a hip problem now you'd feel bad if she really did wouldn't you no she really does doesn't she she has no hips she's born without hips she's has two noodle legs I have, to, I have to pick her up on a pillow cushion. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 I don't know what's real and what's not. <laughs> I don't know if I was being offensive. But, so when I said she doesn't like to leave the house, it's no, mostly it because she has noodle problem. legs. It was a no- neck problem. It's a neck problem, yeah. She doesn't like to leave the house because she doesn't like to hear you bitch about having to carry her around. That's right. God damn it, noodle legs. No, I'm not going to fucking move you across the Denny's. We picked this booth. This is where you're eating. <laughs> Just throw her in. <laughs> throw her to the booth. Yeah. No, right. no, she, she's fine. But yes, I, I understand. Like there are people who act like they're they're older than they actually are, and uh, that's just who they are, I guess. 
Yeah, well, no, that's who- us. Us people who still fancy ourselves to be youthful and energetic uh, compensate for the older ones. Well, I do feel like my you and Corey are basically married, is what I'm saying. Is oh no, we are. We are married, one hundred percent. And I feel like I want a divorce. No, I feel like uh, I feel like my <laughs> you can't leave to find a lawyer though. <laughs> you won't leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he won't leave the house. Yeah, and, he, and he, you know he's not going online because he's he uh you know his his dial up isn't gonna get through in this snow. And you saw how well he represented himself in court. So exactly. That's a yeah. <laughs> I I am not old but these kids out here and they're driving yeah you tell ya so uh yeah Corey, you uh you didn't do a great job but let's go into our uh our story by the way uh, i'll go ahead and I'm, I'm gonna kill a lot of suspense in this show you might want to turn my volume down if that was me uh yeah i i don't know like it's hard because there are times when you're talking and it's fine and there's times when you get excited and you peak so uh I, i'm easily excitable no, no i no. know it's all the cocaine but so we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to roll with it so I'm, uh National treasure. I'm going to give away some suspense. We usually try to do the cliche of we're going to give our answers at the end, and who knows what it's going to be. Uh, I the reason you I had to talk Willie first. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're, now, now I'm. I, <laughs> I like we spent 20 minutes determining that Corey is in fact old. He agreed, and now we've forgotten totally the the order of operations for this mm-hmm. podcast. It's what he does, Will. It's what he causes chaos, and then when you listen back to it, you're like, actually, it's not bad. So we need to connect the dots here, right? So the the connective thread in all this is Nicolas Cage. Yes. So he has a new movie out. If you haven't seen it, it is called Willie's Wonderland. Corey, what is it about? It's about a uh, he's a drifter. And he strolls into town. He uh, gets he gets a couple flat tires, and in order to pay uh, to have his car re- car repaired, he uh, gets a job working now, to clean up. Now we should say Willie's playhouse. When he says he's a drifter, we don't mean like night. a homeless drifter. He didn't have the money for it. No, the, the guy, the mechanic says in this town they don't have internet, so we don't have any ATMs, and we don't take credit cards. Mm-hmm. We only take cash. Yep, I saw that part. Yeah. So go ahead, Corey. So uh, he ends and up having brief to, synopsis, obviously. Yeah. We'll, so he ends up having to clean up Willie's Wonderland. And, and Willie's tr- Wonderland is what? What would you? How would you describe that? Um, basically, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. Exactly. Or Chuck E. Cheese. If or, you're yeah, not familiar or with the Chuck video Chuck E. Game. Cheese on it. Or Showbiz Pizza. 100% rocket fire explosion. Shout out. Uh, R.I.P. to that gorilla. I'm pretty sure he was Harambe. <laughs> so, Corey, uh, what then happens with these animatronics? I'm sure he cleans the restaurant, probably gets a free show from the animatronics, and uh, goes about his way. Yeah, he uh, he ends up spending, you know... Uh, let's not give away the whole thing. Let's not give away oh, the no, whole thing. Oh, no, but they give that the... Oh, the animatronics come to life yeah, to they, try to they, kill him. Yeah, the animatronics come to life to try and kill him. But, we yeah. couldn't just stop in the middle of it. Well, oh, did, yeah, I uh, I love this movie. This movie was fun. Um, there was there was some some things I would have done differently, uh, but overall it was a blast. And it's you know, twenty twenty one. It's my number one movie for twenty twenty one. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there I've only there one, are no so other hard. movies in 2021. Yeah, exactly. This is the this, o- when I, I saw it was 2021 when Brad told me to watch this about uh, three hours ago <laughs> when he was like, you got to watch this because no, this is no, what we're talking no. about. I told you last night when you had your Corey moment of it's 915, boy, I'm in bed. But then you'd have to work at five in the morning. So you're excused. But anyways, yeah. So, but I am old, man. Two kids, I, will, two kids will run you down. I, I feel that. I feel where, that at 8, 8, 8 p.m. Where so. did you get where did you leave off in the movie? Um, he had just begun to clean the uh, Willie's Wonderland. Okay. I did not. I did not. He, no, there was, no deaths, no fights. There was no horror yet, but it was ramping into what his, his overnight of cleaning. And so basically, the rest of the movie is. And by the way, spoilers. 
I don't care if I spoil something. It's been on Amazon for a few weeks. You've had time. Just hit the 15 second button until you hear us talking about National Treasure. We'll do a, a, a Walt Disney thing at the beginning. Did you Anyways. say 15 second button or 15 minute button? 15 second this, <laughs> this show, yeah. You just, if you would appreciate, just you just hit subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe. You don't have to listen. But the basically spends the rest of the movie one by one going, like fighting these animatronics. And we find out the drifter's a badass. Like, he, they, that was one thing that Corey. Let me ask you this: Did you think it helped or hurt the movie? Whoops. That Jay Z. That Jay Z came in right after he started cleaning. We'll miss that entire I, section. I know. I couldn't believe Jay Z was in this movie. Yes. So, did you think it? Did you think it was good or bad that they made him such a badass that he didn't seem to struggle with many of the uh, animatronics early on, especially? Like he was kind of just going through them. Yeah, I know. I didn't mind it. I, I think I it, thought. Yeah, I thought it had a charm, and it kind of gave you. It made him more of a badass, right? Well, it, like when he went to fight the first one, like the ostrich one. I'm like, he did, like didn't even flinch into the fact that this thing was going to kill him. And when it clipped him and made him bleed, he smiled. And will this is one of my favorite things ever, and it gave me an idea for I think a million dollar invention for band aids because it's an old place that's everything. He uses duct tape. <laughs> what if they made a band-aid that instead of cause like you know what's the worst thing about band-aid you have a cut you're bleeding now you've got to fucking you know become a surgeon and you know pry apart the package and then you've got to get the things off you gotta make sure it doesn't twist what if they made sold band-aids like a roll of duct tape and you just ripped off the size you needed and it has the two sticky strips on the side and then like the you know the like the cotton or whatever part is just a strip down the middle I love that. I mean, that would have been much uh, the perfect product for Nick Cage in the middle of Willy's Wonderland ostrich yes. fight. Yes. Did he put a piece of duct tape on his lip in the middle of the fight? No, no, no. no it was on, uh, the on the cheek. cheek. On it the was cheek afterwards. afterwards. Oh, I thought he was like, hold on, ostrich. And oh, then he no, was no, like, no. let me go find something. That would be a perfectly rational thing to think because yep. he is a man who is very stingy, especially to a schedule, because the guy who owns Willy's tells him, make sure you take breaks. So I'm sure you saw the first couple parts where you saw I did, his I did watch. See that. That's the, yeah. He uh, he drinks a punch pop every time. Oh my god! And he has a he finds a pinball machine. So uh, through the course of this movie, every time that watch goes off, after he gets the pinball machine up and working, he stops whatever he's doing. He goes and plays pinball, and then he goes back. At one point, he is defending the young female, the girl in the movie from one of the animatronics. They're getting ready to fight. Like he makes a hero's entrance because he kind of comes out of nowhere. It was like a WWE moment where you're like, oh, she's about to get murdered and then he comes out of nowhere and it's the music and everything and then all of a sudden he puts his dukes up and you hear beep 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 and he takes her hand puts a knife in it walks out of the room goes and plays pinball yeah. <laughs> and, drinks a and, and drinks juice yeah and this and, grape juice and this, this animatronic starts to attack this girl and it's about to kill her <laughs> and finally her. his breaks over at the right time and he comes back and says now by the way all the spoilers were given away if you don't see them this movie isn't going to try to trick you yeah. All right. It's a very formulaic by the numbers, but it's entertaining. I and think, I think this movie will get the most watches after people hear uh, this podcast. Hopefully, if people hear this podcast, I don't think anybody's coming across this on Amazon Prime and going, "I gotta fucking rent that." Oh no, no, I for think it already. $20. I think it's already done well. 
Because I think there's been a big... I'm telling you, man, Five Nights at Freddy's, all that kind of stuff is very popular, especially amongst kids. already done well? Dude, I saw this trailer for the first time like a week and a half ago, and I was like, dude, I have got to see this movie. It looks insane. Where did you see this trailer? On YouTube. So not to mention... They also, and this was also something I think that may have been done strategically for marketing, but was very, very smart. There, you heard this before you watched it. He doesn't say a single no. word in the entire movie. And Nicolas Cage, the lead actor, the only real main character of the movie, aside from the girl, literally doesn't say a single word of dialogue. The closest we get is he gets real Nick Cagey with the pinball machine uh, as the night goes oh, on, yeah. including an amazing dance sequence that I would put up against Pulp Fiction. And he gets some huh, huh, huh. That's as much dialogue as you get. Yeah. That's brilliant because people were talking about that. Can you believe Nick Cage did a movie where he didn't even talk? Oh, wait, it's about animatronics? Like the Five Nights at Freddy's things? I'm checking to see if we can find some stats. Corey, go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, of course, I am a huge Nick Cage fan. So when I when I saw the trailer, I was just like, oh, my God, this looks absolutely insane. I've got to, I, I cannot wait to see it. So, uh, yeah, I, w- I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. I thought the, uh, well, I was going to say the, the, the death scenes. The death scenes weren't bad, were, were all right. I thought the, uh, the curb stomp was the one that got me to go oh shit he just curb stopped the gorilla <laughs> on on a kid's toilet <laughs> yeah this was made clearly just out of pure chaos out of pure like it's nonsensical very, it's, very low budget. it's very low budget and you can even tell um with a lot of movies if you're watching a movie and the credits come up and the font looks different, yep. like you're not used to seeing it, chances are it's low well, budget. Well, and it's simple. It's like white lettering mm. on black background. Yeah, I mean, the, a lot of times, like the big... What's like Marvel, wrong with we'll, that, Will? <coughs> like, Showboat Media. Check out our logo with our white font on the black background. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you know, like like Marvel will have this grandiose-looking you know, font and whatnot and all this nice stuff, but then... Then you'll see some that are just like real basic, basic script, and it's like, oh, okay, I see what they did. No, we don't need to talk about it. But no, no, no. But but see, but that's what I'm saying. Like when you see it at the beginning, it's like, oh, it's gonna be one of those. But no, it's not. It delivered for you. Yes, it totally does. It's sort of like Clerks when you saw Clerks for the first time. I have never seen Clerks. What the fuck brings us to a new show that Corey and I are going to be launching here in a little bit called You've Never Seen. Myself and Mesa Cronhouse, Will, are two people who figured out we have not seen a lot of those type of movies, and that's always the reaction we get is, you've never seen dot, 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 and no, I have never seen it. Well, all right, well, you got to watch Never it. seen Clerks, never well, seen Clerks 2. If we're going to ever do uh, a sequel machine on Clerks 2, then uh, you'll need to watch Clerks. That's what I did with National Treasure this week because it had been probably whatever since those movies first came out. I forget the years, but they were early two thousands uh-huh. uh, that uh, that I'd seen them. I think I saw each movie one time. So me, a- me too, and and it was about. Again, earlier I said I was going to give away some of the suspense. I was not talking about our Willie's uh, Wonderland spoilers. Let's get to National Treasure too. Let's get right into it. I hated this fucking movie, and I realized 20 minutes in why I had, a, at the same way, had only seen it one time in my life. I hated it, and I hated whoever. It was you, right? Yeah, I wish to... Well, I text Corey, I said, whose idea was this? He said, mine, and I wish to plague on his house. <laughs> I wish to plague on his house. You know what? At one point in time, 
I was like, man, this movie's been on forever. How it can't have that much longer to go. And I did the thing where you check. Yeah, you hit and pass. I had an hour and thirty three left, and I was like, fuck it, I am out. I'm gonna skip through, and I'm gonna Wikipedia this bitch. And it's one of those things where I hate these type of movies because I knew the ending before it started. Well, and it wasn't fun like Willy's Wonderland. They try to make it seem like they're good, like it's this movie with all these twists and turns. But no, you know exactly. Of course, he's gonna prove the end. Like it's just, it's Disney. It's formulaic. So there was nothing else beyond that that caught me. I hated this fucking movie. So how'd you guys think? How'd you tell us how you really feel? No, it wasn't bad. No, it's true. I uh, this was one of the one of the three. I we. You know, peek behind the curtain. We, uh, I threw out my three ideas, and this was one of them. Will said, "Let's do that one." I said, "Okay." So I wasn't, uh, I wasn't going to argue. I- so how did you feel about the movie? Thank you for telling us how you came up with the list and how you decided on it. I which you were in gonna- no way, get- I said, "What did you think?" And you're like, "Oh, I'll give you the the, the nuts and bolts." Well, in all fairness, it looked like you were going to say something, so. I stopped. That's actually a very good assumption. <laughs> You're you. usually right. Yes. But go ahead. What did you think of the movie? Um, the, this, with the second one, I did not like it as much as the first one. I thought uh, this one was a little bit longer, and I, I'm not. I didn't look at compare um, the, t- the 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 run times on them, uh, but. I felt I felt it was a little slow. There was there were things in the in in the plot that um, were never fully explained. Like at the end of the first, well, hold on. You know what? We didn't do box office or bust. Are we? Are we ditching that one this time, Tim? Sure. Time around? All right, we're ditching. You it. know what? No, no, no. Let's do it because it'll give us a reason to not have to talk about this movie. Go ahead. All right. So we'll, we'll just do, give your we'll brief. Do. Will you give your goddamn brief thoughts on what you thought of the movie so Will can give his? I'll okay. look up by, uh, box office or bust. All right. Uh, I didn't think I gave it a three out of five stars. I didn't think it was as good as the first one, and there was some, there were some plot issues that I didn't, that I didn't like, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but other than that, it was it was all right, not as good as the first. Will your general thoughts? Yeah, I watched them back to back. Disney Plus. Oh, you are a fucking soldier. well. I mean, I mean back to back. I mean like on consecutive days. Meaning Still. I, I had to I had to watch I had to watch the first one to remember enough. I to, feel like you're brave if it's within a calendar year. Yeah. Well, I I remember having seen these movies a long time ago uh, when I was younger and it felt like oh these are okay but what it is if you guys aren't familiar they're they're cheap knockoffs of a fad at the time that was inspired by Dan Brown novels if you uh, do you remember Dan Brown yes Dan Brown wrote Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons and Digital Fortress and it was basically Disney uh, writing that uh, that fad of the time of mm. kind of like historic uh, conspiracy theories and familiar pieces hiding clues to a mystery that some symbologist would solve. And uh, Robert Ro- so, so with, Nick, a, with the dash of Indiana Jones. Yes, it, it, and that's it's Nick Cage is a watered down Robert Langdon, and I wa- I read every single Dan Brown novel, and they're they're brilliant. They're brilliant page turners, exciting uh, uh, mysteries and uh, adventure stories. And this was like Disney's like we're gonna we're gonna put this through my shitty uh, watered down version of uh, it's like getting it's like getting vodka at at the Vogue. You know, it's like 
I could go go buy a bottle of vodka and have a shot of vodka, or I go to the Vogue and half of it's water. Are you <laughs> it's a, like, are you a de- are you a fan of like the detective genre? Are you are you, is that is that something a, that interests you? I think you? a great uh, like Indiana Jones is a classic representation of an adventure. Oh, like, I feel like I like, would think that movie is trash now too. Like like a historic like something based in history that we're all familiar with 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 uh, alternative history and an adventure behind it and some humor. And I think like Indiana Jones sets the tone for that sort of movie in in the modern era. Uh, I think Dan Brown, the Dan Brown novels, like actually reading the books uh, rather than the Tom Hanks movies, are uh, are great adventure stories. So yeah, I think I'm I think I'm into it because I fucking love I love nerdy fucking history and I love the idea that there's alternative history. So like those two things, I'm 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 on a hook for. Like, that's why I love Back to the Future. It might have all started with my love for Back to the Future, where you get to go revisit history and see oh, it from okay. a different perspective. I was like, I don't think he was a detective. Corey, uh... Well, he sort of was. He had to try to figure out why he was going to fuck his mom or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, avoid that. But let's or, be real. A high school kid, he fucked his mom. Like, right? In real life, he's fucking his mom. Well, uh, that's a very popular porn search now, so... Uh, Corey... Do you remember, and I'm aware how ballsy it is of me to, to, to ask you about memory, but do you yeah. remember one of my biggest hang-ups with, with mo- certain movies? Like, one of the things that really will take me out and make me disinterested in certain movies. Do you remember what it was? They don't have cell phones? Yes, if it's not up to cell phone technology, I don't. I typically, <laughs> it's too old for me. It feels too old-timey. That's very funny. Right? It, 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 it is awkward to go back. I like how... In the previous episodes of the show, we were worried about the cultural insensitivities of the movies, and this one we're just like, those fucking cell phones just don't buy. We don't buy it. Well, no, no, it's not that. It's if they don't have at least iPhone technology or newer, I'm not. I, it's, I'm, it's a it's a hard sell for me. This, it's like this, this is an irrelevant. This is an irrelevant movie to your me. Your Goodfellas, your Rocky, your Half Baked. There's there's exceptions, but for the most part, movies like this, I'm just like, ooh, this feels. It's just something I don't like about it. Uh, well, I will give I will give National Treasure props because I have to think, and I and I said this to Adrian. She was she was kind of in the room at the time. I'm like, this is probably the first time in cinematic history that they used a car's backup camera as the angle for a car chase. Mm. Do you remember that? I mean, I, it might have been in. It no, might have well, been it's in probably Ed- a part I skipped through. No, I know it was either in one or two, but I was saying, <laughs> I was saying, one. I was saying, like this is fascinating because this was probably really fucking cool at the time. Like, oh my god, a backup camera, and that's how they're driving and yeah. getting away from the bad guys. Wasn't enough. They should you know film the entire movie with the backup camera. Wouldn't that change a damn thing for me? So you guys ready for bankroll or bust? Let's do it. So the original National Treasure. Uh, as you might have known, just called National Treasure, no tagline. Why do they do that, by the way? What? what? What do you guys prefer in your sequel? Do you prefer two or blah, 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 the 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 dancing emperor? The number. Number? You're a yes. number guy? Now, do you... Will, what about you? Uh, I think I like a number uh, of the installment. I like to know. So, but I better say, so, like, you like Jaws 2? Yeah. Now, do you, Corey, Will, do you guys like blank two, the blah, 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 or just the number? Are you ending it at the number, or are you, are you okay with a tagline following a number? End at the number. End at no the number, reason. Will? It depends on what kind of movie. It depends on the genre of the movie. If, so it's like, if it's like Porky's, you'd be like, okay, Porky's two. This is the same shit, so we but don't... we're going to get new bits. <laughs> you know, but, but if it's like, like Lord of the Rings... 
or whatever. The Fellowship of the Ring and stuff. I like that there's like a yeah, chapter name. But what I'm saying yeah, is... that's that's a little But would you want it to be them. Lord of the Rings 2, The Fellowship of the Ring, or just Lord of the Rings, I, Fellowship of the Ring? I, I think just The Fellowship of the Ring, because it feels more like a novel. Lord of like, the Rings Lord of the Rings is different because they were books, and to to separate them by a name instead of a number, it helps to, to separate, okay, this is which book we're talking is about. Is the greatest use of that combo in his movie history city slickers 2 the legend of curly's gold <laughs> that's a hell of a title i think so and i feel like it's a very i feel You're that's in. another disney movie by the way and uh and very cheesy and corny but but shooting right down the bullseye of of who they're targeting with that families yeah, yeah. uh but just the title alone i mean mm. it's it's a great use of the number followed by the tagline. Yeah, I prefer just the number because, like, um, you get some you get some franchises that don't use the numbers and they just have like, like Star Trek: The Search for Spock, and there's no number in there. Then it's like, okay, well, if I want to go back and watch all these in order, I have to sit there and figure out, go on IMDb and look it up and see what year they came out. And so, God and so, forbid, you have to take the ten seconds of your phone to pull up the order. And I feel like if you're watching, I feel like if you're going to sit down and watch a franchise in order, you know the order well enough. You know, like not necessarily. I'm not. I don't think people randomly doing that on a bitch. Well, no. now it's fucked. Now, like when I I was not a Marvel kid growing up as a dc comics kid and when marvel blew up i was like oh shit this is a cultural phenomenon now i have to watch the marvel cinematic <laughs> universe but i was like nothing seemed less cool than iron man to me but after i watched the first iron man like that's how they introduced you to the marvel cinematic universe i'm like okay this is good robert downey jr is funny these are good movies and then you know i i didn't have enough time to watch them on at some point I was like, I'm going to go back and watch it. But the year doesn't necessarily designate the chronological order of the story. No, so, those, yeah. so then you have to do the additional research of what, what fucking order do I watch yeah. these in? The, Sorry, right. No, to understand them. To understand them. What, I have a challenger for City Slickers 2, Legend of Curly's Gold. King of the Mountain. Here's the challenger. Star Wars. Episode 4, New Hope. But that's the thing. It when it originally came out, it wasn't called A New Hope. It was just called Star Wars. Yeah, it that's was, true. They hold on, though. I wanted to make sure that these work, and that's the perfect time. So instead of just giving me the answer of which one is better, you give me the technicality that when it first came. I'm talking about the uh, the re-release, the di- the digitally enhanced version. Corey, what do you think of that? I think I prefer the original. You know what I just did? I fought back against you being awful on this episode <laughs> again. <laughs> That was my defense. Yeah, so you give yourself. Which one do you find better, Will? Uh, Star Wars uh, Episode Four: A New Hope, or City Slickers Two: The Legend of Curly's Gold? Uh, Who did it better? Just from a, uh, just from a, like. What flows What's the better, better title? Yeah, what's the better title? I think title? fucking City Slickers 2, uh, The Legend of Curly's Gold is so hokey, but it's almost like a it's almost like a a limerick or it's whatever. It's like Willy's Wonderland. You want to see what that's about. Yeah. And, and but but Star Wars became a lot like eventually if you're talking about the re-releases when it became this giant canon. It was a it, a new hope, like it was almost like Lord of the Rings, where you needed like a, a significant title for I each episode. Th- I think honestly, though, they should have flipped four and five of Star Wars. I don't think, like, I don't think you should have started with a new hope. I think if you go you know, Star Wars Episode Four, The Empire uh, Strikes Back, because the movie starts with Darth Vader striking back and coming in, and then 
the middle one is now Star Wars Episode Five: A New Hope. You're familiar with some of the story. You're like, ooh, who is this new hope? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the one thing I felt I got wrong. I have a sequel that uh, is a mic drop better than City Slickers 2. I, I've never heard of that movie. Are you referring to City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold? Because yes. that's where the title sells. Nope. Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I knew, I knew, electric, I knew that's what you were going to go for. Mic drop. <laughs> yep. Because everybody does the something to electric Because boogaloo. I say it all the time. By the way, folks, you can't see it, but Corey pantomimed the mic drop as he's currently wearing a black hoodie with the hood up, looking like he just was an extra in 8 Mile. I got mom's spaghetti on my shirt. All right. Okay, we're getting no backup on the laughs today, folks, so we're just going to keep pushing through. My, my co-hosts are leaving me to drown out here, and one of those co-hosts, we had a 40-minute discussion about how we weren't going to do that. So, Big Roller Bust, the yes. original national treasure, came out in 19-something. Uh, I don't think I, I did a screenshot of that one, so it would be faster. And I did. Oh, yeah, November 19, 2004. $100 million budget. Made 347 and a half. Whoa. All right. All right. Then, of course, because somebody didn't watch the first National Treasure, they greenlit a sequel. It came out on December 21st, 2007. Had a budget. Again, we've seen this trend. They upped it to $130 million. Boys, I ask you, what was that bankroll? Corey, go ahead. What's your guess? 275. Well, nope. I know that this. Uh, I I clearly remember this. Uh, this was a a phenomenon based on the Dan Brown books, and Disney got to this fucking premise first before Tom Hanks made the actual Dan Brown movies, and so I think it did better. I think it's one of those things where you're going to be shocked that it did better, but it did better than the first movie. I want to say four hundred million dollars. I was so hoping that, okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you what the answer is, and then I want to tell you what I thought Will was doing. The answer is $459 million. What I thought Will did was I thought Will cheated and looked up the exact amount, and I thought that the whole Dan Brown book thing in the beginning was a setup just so he could do this because he mentioned it again, and he was like, the Dan Brown books gave me the knowledge because I didn't do it as a kid. But well, I'm going to say it was $459.2 million. I would have <laughs> loved it. But yeah, Will wins. That is pretty close. $59.2 million away. Not too shabby. Not Corey, you're underselling these I know movies. it, man. These were these were hits. These were hits Disney. because it's there was a, there was a cultural phenomenon. Well, it was a Christmas this was too. post this was post Con Air, right? Yes. So Nick Cage is one of the biggest movie stars on the planet. Oh yeah. This is probably uh, is this wait yeah and this is this is long long enough after that that travesty City of Angels. Uh yes. So you know what? Let's talk about that. Uh, before we City get of into Angels, a movie we didn't watch. No 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 not that specifically. But let's before we get into the the, the two categories, what. Like, is Nick Cage have one of the strangest careers in the history of acting as far as film choices? Because I feel like it runs the gamut of there's certain movies he's in where I'm like, this guy is the best fucking actor I've ever seen in my entire life. And then there's movies like this where he's just completely bland. Hmm. With the exception of the the the, the drunk three. Uh, well, his, uh, yes. Which his, is the his... closest we'd get to like, ooh, 
so cultural shit. Yeah, his his body of work definitely is uh, a bit different than most. Uh, you, half of half of it's all straight to video. So I like the later career choices honestly a lot better, don't you? Um, the crazier stuff. Did you see Mandy? I, yes. Did you like Mandy? I thought it was all right. I th- I was expecting there to be more over the top zaniness. <laughs> I really this was. This is a movie, by the way, where one person has a chainsaw arm and the other person reveals a longer chainsaw arm. Yeah. <laughs> Corey's like, ah, can we jazz it up, guys? No, I, I expected a little bit more, but I mean, not to say that it was bad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some some of the later his, his later movies have definitely rank up there for me as as, as my favorites, and and I think as he gets older, the selections get crazier now wasn't he he was originally maybe the first marvel character in a in a major in a major picture wasn't uh, he no because uh wasn't How, howard the duck was in the 80s technically <laughs> if we, <laughs> we right. want to get technical about yeah it. you're right uh then blade was also yes i think fantastic four movies were uh prior hey, did you say was he well. the first marvel no i'm just saying, I'm just saying marvel made weird choices early on about which of their characters they were going to turn into movies. Wow. You know what, that, and you know what, if you think about it, it and and we had the Punisher in the 80s too with Dolph Lundgren. Well, if you think about it, it was the complete flip-flop, right? Because at that point in time, DC couldn't miss with Batman, Batman Returns, and even Batman, you know, Forever and Ever. There were still huge successes and a lot of people love Batman Forever, so it was weird. It was like back then it was, you know, flipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, I agree with that. And then uh yeah, and Nick Cage played uh, what's that? What's the fucking flamehead guy? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. And uh, and I remember I remember that movie and it not being terribly impressed. What was his? Or what were some of his really first movies when he was still Nick Coppola? Remember his very first movies. His last, his real last name is Coppola, mm-hmm. and he's r- yeah. like related to Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, it's his uncle. I think it's his uncle. Um, yeah. but. You have to go like to the very, very like beginning. the eighties, yeah. yeah. I think even before, um, oh god, what was he? I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I, I'm thinking that he was in uh, Fast Times, wasn't he? I think he might have been. Was he one? I think he was one of. Uh, he was a fry he's cook. One of the one of the. Was he a fry cook or was he one of the the potheads? One of the pothead what, buddies. One of, of the two. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think you have to go before then, even. Yeah. Before you can find some of those, or before he was. But anyway, like name. he has a pedigree, uh, at least a family name, where he should be brilliant, and I think that he is brilliant in certain things. What is he in? A, He's just in his own different way. Yeah. For sure. He. Sorry, go ahead. Did no, he go. ever get like he never really got pigeonholed into a certain type though? Like, no. It's interesting. Like he. Like Vin Diesel is an action adventure character, Schwarzenegger action adventure guy, well, I, The I, Rock action adventure guy, and then he sort of like had these weird anti-hero like eight millimeter. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, and like creepy, like sometimes Machine. creepy, but sometimes really endearing. Like uh, I don't know. And he's done comedies too. I mean, you, you go back into the eighties, Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. I hate that movie. Um. Um, and it's only because my sociopathic father. It's loves so funny. It. Like you continue to say you hate Nick Cage movies and also claim to be a big no, Nick. I, it's so funny. Maybe you don't really like Nick Cage. No, 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 Maybe no. that's what everybody discovered. I I said uh, I said shortly after that you didn't hear me because I said it low. Uh, only because my sociopathic father was obsessed with it. Uh, okay. <laughs> right, you, got, okay. you got to see this Raising Arizona. It's the funniest shit in the world. They have this little part where they're like. Dee, 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 dee. 
fucking teammates on this guy. Have either of you done a podcast before? Are you familiar with like yeah, support? But, are you familiar with support? Yeah, we're supporting if you. you guys aren't laughing, no one is listening is laughing. Well, it's a it trick you play on the audience. We know I'm not funny, but if you guys laughed and they go, hey, maybe this guy's got something. Well, I was just, I didn't know if you were having an episode where we needed to support you emotionally or if you were making a bit. Because mm-hmm. it sounded like you're getting into some dark shit there about your sociopathic yeah. Oh, you want to get dark, Will? No, I don't. <laughs> I do not want to review your relationship with your parents, bro. I just, uh, I. No, no, no. We can go. Corey and I were just, we were sitting here going. Like, up? We're still in a pandemic. Does he want us to laugh or does he need a hug? I think Corey, we're in do. that great. What area. do I always want? What? What do I always want? Um, do you want the uh, laugh? <laughs> it's just oh. the laugh. Because then it also, and we talked about emotional this. support. So here's the thing: we'll pull down the curtain again. The abuse I give Corey is a bit. It is a Corey knows I love him. He's one of my favorite people in life. For whatever reason, he's decided to purposely leave me on islands here this episode, which doesn't give the audience the okay that it's okay to laugh at Brad, you know, uh, berating Corey because Corey's in on it. And that's actually what's always made Corey endearing to people that like the content we come up with because I'm the asshole and Corey is the sympathetic figure. All right, let's talk about the good stuff. But I can't come across as a real <laughs> asshole. That's the problem. See, Will's got it. See how he picked it up there? And you still won't give me anything. No, I think he may have been laughing at me. <laughs> Either way, it's laughter, Corey. I'll take it. I'm just, as long as it fills the dinner. I've been backing both of you guys up this whole podcast. <laughs> You're not as funny as you've been saying. All right, let's get to the categories. What oh, they man. got right. They're what did they get berated. Right? Oh, shit. By the way, this movie would have been By way better. By the way, that will all be cut out of no, the episode. No, it will not be. You know what would be better? This movie would have been so much better if Nicolas Cage's face would have been on fire throughout. I would have liked National Treasure 2 a and lot And then it more. melted off, and then he had to trade faces with somebody. Skull face and then, on fire. And then he had to steal a bunch of cars in 60 seconds. I tell you what. And then he died and went to hell and came back. Yeah. How good are you at video editing, Will? Uh, I'm the best at video editing. There's no one better. What do you mean? What? What? I, so where's this line of question? Where's this line of question? Could you editing? create a? Could you do some editing to where you could? We could find maybe two or three scenes from National Treasure Two, and you give the effect that what Nicolas Cage has the Ghost Rider <laughs> on fire skull face, and just to see what those scenes would look like. Like imagine the scene where he's in the the party creating the distraction. Doing that just to make you happy. No, Corey, just because it would be good content. God, okay. You know what? What What did they get right, fellas? <laughs> That's a good question. That's my new move. Now, I'm just going to bulldoze through it. Now, National Treasure 1, uh, th- there's a treasure map from the Freemasons on the uh, back of the Declaration of Independence to find a, uh, a treasure that had been moved and moved and moved. And then uh, National Treasure 2 is using additional uh, United States landmarks and icons to lead to the Aztec city of gold. That's what they got right. Facts. No, I'm just, I, what I'm doing is I'm reviewing the plot points to say, I don't know that either one of these movies got anything right. And I am. Uh, <laughs> Do you mean like historically or just creatively? Well, well just <laughs> both. I'm, I'm just trying to, it depends on who you're talking to, right? Like this, this was fucking Disney, Disney magic like marketing magic appealing to every American sense of pride in our history and you know having every every idiot dingleberry go I know what that is like there wasn't any like special information in it it is it is so entry level 
can, like, can, accessible to any dumb fuck. Can we get that, rid of the what they got right category? Because it feels like every episode, it's just us going, well, they brought back some of the cast. Now, this is why this is a piece no, of shit. I will tell you, it depends. <laughs> this is supposed to be us complimenting the movie. No, the movie, the movie, the movie follows a prescribed formula of action, adventure, excitement, which pays off with a satisfying indie of the people you come to love getting what they want. That gets it right. Fucking pro right there. Fucking pro. That that's what both movies get right. And it's Disney's thing, right? Like you couldn't have Nick Cage die at the end <laughs> of National Treasure 2. They want to see those motherfuckers get rich again. And they literally reset the movie in the second movie. Uh, like in the most unlikely of scenarios that Nick Cage and Riley... I forget what Nick Cage's character's name was. Benjamin Harrison something. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin something. Oh, Benjamin Franklin something. Yeah. Uh, and he, they both somehow lose the shit. Like, they found a $10 billion treasure, a national treasure one. They got 1%, so $100 million. They split $50 million apiece. And somehow, Riley had a, <laughs> an accountant offshore steal every single goddamn cent he had and so that they could reset back to they have to have stakes in this movie again but that's what people want to see they want like poor schlubs like us who are dumb idiots who took one history class in high school want to know like oh i get this movie and we are poor and i want to become rich one day and that's satisfying to watch uh, so through so adventure was this good then no i'm saying no 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 that was just a very fucking Professional podcast take on spinning into that was eloquent right there. That's why you didn't recognize it, Corey. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that was talent right. and eloquence put to together. And it was. Would this movie have been better if the ending scene was uh, Nick Cage with a skull face on fire riding off on a motorcycle? And Will, do you think maybe we know somebody that could? possibly edit and make that happen <laughs> yeah, yeah we we will we will get it done i i just i just don't i don't know i i think that it the movies these days it like for people who like movies i'd assume like us uh need need additional stakes besides like here's a fucking treasure map and we're gonna get a treasure like you need you need better relationships between the characters yeah that is true how do you go from like the first movie they go after a 10 billion dollar treasure it's like well, how do we top that? <laughs> you don't. You have to basically figure out how to, in two minutes, erase everything that they achieved. We're <laughs> in looking the first for a movie. vial of George Washington's semen. Yeah, I mean, if if we're gonna talk, if we're gonna <laughs> got applesauce in it. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna get into bad stuff, <laughs> made, of sa- made of wood shaving. <laughs> <laughs> George his, Washington had wooden teeth his and balls, wooden sperm. His balls were wood. Yeah, <laughs> a little known fact about George Washington. Tell your teacher that on Monday, kids. Mm. Corey, what did they get right? Yeah, I, well, as far as what they got right, bringing back the cast. Uh, did, I but, mean, that's, that's something did, we say it? every episode, every movie. Because the cast, that cast made this piece of shit. So was that what? The, maybe they should have gone all new well, cast. As far as as far as new care, I mean, as far as the good guys, yeah, they brought everybody back. Is everybody from the same from the first movie? Uh, you couldn't bring back the, the bad guys from the first one. That wouldn't make any sense. Did they die in the first one? No, they got arrested. Oh, uh, who were the bad guys in this one? Iceland. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was Sweden. Uh, it was a Mighty yeah. Ducks two joke. Yeah. Jesus, Corey, yeah, yeah. hold on, hold on, Will. Corey, and I can't believe it. He, he said, called it at the beginning said, of the episode. Um, you yeah. had to add the and Sweden. The Iceland part was funny. That was funny. The and Sweden. It was just unnecessary topics. 
It's like when people put gummy bears on ice cream at TCBY. You are gummy bears on ice cream. What is that? Yeah. What is, what is uh? What did they get right? Anything else? What is that actor's name? Ed uh, Asner? Ed no, Harris. no, Ed Asner would have been a great villain. It was Ed Harris. Ed Harris, right? And uh, and he and he was the villain because he uh, he claimed that uh, the Gates great great grandpa was a, a co-conspirator in Lincoln's assassination. Which nowadays, com- like the whole world is like, oh no, this Gates family is a piece of shit because their great great grandfather was yeah. on a list. It's like the, the that's totally unbelievable it'd be like yeah we have a lot of shitty racist grandparents you don't think i'm a, i'm not an asshole because my great grandpa was a racist asshole yeah i that's the problem with the, with the first one with i thought with the first one because i watched it as well too i watched it on sunday and then watched this uh the second one yesterday hey i look like and blanket jackson's dad fucks kids oh <laughs> that, was a, that was a really good joke if you get it Corey, go ahead <laughs> Um, I was like, yeah, well, Blanket isn't going to... Yeah, exactly. It, it, hopefully, Blanket turns out okay. I'm a, concerned that it probably won't. Well, you just quarried that. Okay. <laughs> you should have left the Blanket joke alone and stepped away. You tried to get, go into it, but you, I didn't leave you much. I, I admit, I didn't leave you much. But I appreciate the effort, Corey. What are uh, you saying? But any, uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about at this point. Um, as far as... as what was... Casting. Re- the casting. Uh you know, I, I, I thought I thought Ed Harris was fine. I didn't like... Oh, I know what it was. We were talking about this whole... Uh, your father was actually in on killing Lincoln, that whole thing. I, th- I felt it was... It seemed like a really forced plot point. Like, I mean, how... How, can, you couldn't think of anything else but 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 this but this, and I couldn't believe that uh, John Voight's character made Billy Bob play with a clear concussion. I wish I knew what that meant. What was that? Is that a varsity? Blues that was reference? actually the appropriate time for you guys to play it with no laugh. Well done, both of you. Well done. Yes, it's varsity blues. Oh, okay. Um, but, but then you fucked it up by addressing the joke. That was gonna be my thing. I was gonna point out different characters' movies. But go ahead, Corey. But yeah, but I hate this movie. I needed to find some way to entertain myself. God, um, you've been so bad this episode. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but anyhow. I, I didn't. I didn't like that. I'm trying to re, have to refocus because you keep fucking me up. It's like that show, Distraction. Uh, it's available fourth? on Red Curve Patreon. It's uh. It's. So, I, I, so, I, did, I and, didn't like. I didn't like the plot idea. I, th- I think they could have done something else with it. I also didn't like in the beginning where Nick Cage and his his girlfriend or wife. I don't know at this point what they were. Uh, they were separated, and he's moved out and living back home with his dad. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Then the first one, they were fine, and now you start out the movie and they've gotten in a fight. Why? Right. Just, just so Be- you can br- have them get back together. In because the, yeah, they that's need a dumb idea. They need the speed plot they need the plot of speed where under duress they find their love again yeah it's 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 it was it was just like i said it was a way they had to erase all of everything they achieved in movie one so that they could redo the whole thing in movie number two just in a different way this movie was this bad and it had maybe the greatest actress of all time in its eighth lead helen Mirren. yeah Eighth lead, and it's still a shit. Like she, what do you think her thoughts were during the filming? I'm sure Nick Cage was probably like, "Yeah, this is really good. I'm gonna do this crazy thing." But like, what do you think Helen Mirren was thinking? She, I, th- 
I've obviously I've never met. What her. have I done? Just, no, I'm, how much I'm are sure you paying like, me, Disney? Okay. What do you want me to do? I think she's one of those. I think she's one of those actresses that are like, yeah, cool, let's do it. You know, you want me to shoot some guns? I mean, hell, did you see Red and Red Two? You know, but she knew she had another movie it was a piece of shit. Anyway, look at what. Uh, the, yeah, but she was getting paid. It was we've Disney. trampled all over. You guys have been dying to get to it. What they get wrong? Um, I think those points. I think those points. You know, um, I, I, I think the the plot of the first one was a lot better in terms of, you know, the the, the treasure map and trying to find different things. I thought that was fun. They kind of did it uh, within in the second. They did it in the second one, but it does. It didn't seem logical in a lot of the things. Not that anything in the first one really was logical, but it kind of left up a little like, well, it's possible. I mean, you don't really know what's on the back of the Declaration of Independence. You know, could it be there? Who knows? So it kind of leaves that little question in there. But with stuff like that was going on in the second one, it's just like, yeah, come on. Like this big temple of gold underneath Washington, D.C. that nobody knew about. Come on now. You know, well, it was I, under Mount Rushmore, as it turned out. Oh, yeah, out. Mount, Ru- Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah. That could easily be yeah. somewhere where you could hide gold and no one would know because... Most people don't go yeah, under Mount Rushmore. Well, also but the that, way, but that being probably a, actually a re- maybe the best hiding place ever. But the thing because is, no one goes there. But the thing is, though, it was hid there long before Mount Rushmore was built. So the the fact that it's actually that I mean, it's not really that logical. No, actually, it makes more sense. They just hid it in the side of a mountain. They had no idea the bad luck would be. It would become <laughs> the most famous looking mountain in history. Well, no, they they addressed that they carved Mount Rushmore as a cover up for the 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 entrance or the the landmarks of the tip, Temple of Gold or whatever. No, that's true. They yeah. did address that that they specifically built Mount Rushmore in order to put a mask on the landmarks to yeah. find it. So it it was just like okay, National Treasure one, and, and I will say this because I kind of I kind of was shitty, like did a shitty rant about it being just a, a poor man's version of Dan Brown books. But the National Treasure one uh, kind of captures the spirit of treasure hunting, symbology, American history. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it was fun to watch if you, like on a basic on a basic level. Like lots of people can appreciate it. It it moves forward fast enough that you're like, oh shit, he's gonna steal the Declaration of Independence and there's bad guys and there's all these landmarks that have secret meanings and there's like cool and then we find a treasure at the end. And then it's like really National Treasure Two, there's another fucking gigantic treasure that the like that's all the Freemasons must have done in history. Yeah. Like rather than like packing each individual stone brick, which would take a million years to make one brick, they were sitting like contemplating clues like like very complex wish we put more clues i don't know put one over there yeah yeah they're just putting easter eggs for who yeah to do what in the future and then it's like oh and also the aztec temple that's a south american it's a south american culture Mm. those are natives of south america why would it be in the middle of the black hills yeah see i mean again i i really i i thought the first one really holds up uh, the second one, I mean, technically, yes, it holds up, but is it, it's not as good as the first one. And I and I love you know all Nick Cage movies, but you know, there's these are kind of sitting about middle of the road with the first one being a little bit higher. Uh, but I will say, do you did you catch the Dan Brown nod in the first one? No, what was it? When he met his wife for the first time, he comes in and, she, and he introduces himself and he says his name's Dan Brown. Oh shit. No, he says he's Paul Brown, right? Oh, Paul Brown. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. That would have been amazing if they would have done that. See, when I heard that, I was like, wait a minute. Is that the author of the book? And I looked it up, and all I saw, I guess all I saw was Brown, and I didn't even bother to look at the first name. Mm -hmm. So I I guess I just automatically thought that that's what it was. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) <laughs> but that would have been an amazing yeah. tie. Like that, that fact is pretty interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I like these type of movies. You know, when you know, like the Indiana Jones movies, and, and you know, when you're on a mission and you're trying to find, you know, a treasure. I think those are cool if they're really if they're well written. But if not, it's like American Pie. Yeah, if it's well written. Uh, yeah, I quest just to find a treasure. <laughs> okay. well, Tang. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, the tang is the treasure, Corey. What if the for, what if the American, the American Pie guys had to find a series of complex clues to find a vagina at the end, like some ancient vagina? And then at the end, they go to the vagina and they like put their thumb in and turn, and then all of a sudden the vagina starts moving on its own and like arms come out. Those mm. morons would get to the end of the movie and they still wouldn't have found it. Jason Biggs is like, I'm still gonna fuck the pie. Yeah. The first things the Masons would have done when they got in here was make another exit. Do either of you have? <laughs> Where do we exit? Do either of you have anything else for what they got wrong? Uh, no, I don't think so. Then I, let me ask you this. Funniest or best recasting of this movie, if you could go back and do it over? Just in, 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 the, in any role? Any role. Whatever role. You mean as it is? Like, whether it's a legit, I think this would be a better person for the role, or wouldn't it be hilarious if so-and-so played this? Chris Farley... As who? As Nick Cage's character. I think it would be better as Chris Farley as John Voight's character. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there we go. Okay. Uh, So that's that's pretty much it, right? Let's go to the decisions. Now, we'll go around the room. We'll start with Will. Will, does this go into the sequel machine or not? Um, oh, man. Uh, I would say uh, no. And I, I'll tell right, you. Hold on, hold on. Don't do it. Corey? I'm going to go no. I'm going to no as well. Will, why? I'm going to say because it there's no there's no redeeming value to us creating a sequel to National Treasure. Correct. <laughs> there's, there's no reason we need to do that. There's no reason they should have done it other than they were trying to recreate National Treasure 1. It's not a movie that we need to, we, any of us have a desire to remake. So I don't think of like we're particularly motivated other than replacing Chris Farley in various roles. <laughs> no. Chris Farley in Helen Mirren's role. <laughs> um, f- for me, yeah, it's, it's a lot of that as well. I mean, y- you do, ha- it, just like the first movie, it's a treasure hunting movie. And if you're going to redo it, you're going to end up just making another treasure hunting movie and just improving on every little thing. And but they didn't. They found a way no, to No, I mean, that's not. what we would end up doing. Oh, okay. And so that's what I'm saying. It's. I mean, it's fine if you just kind of leave. You know, just just have fun with it. Just watch it, enjoy it, and, and not think too much about it. They're still they're still enjoyable to watch. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think it needs to be redone at all. And my reasoning is because they shouldn't have made National Treasure fucking one. It should have never been made in the first place. They should have aborted it. They should have put a co hanger. Up that studio's that's vagina and eliminated very it. Very graphic. This has been that's the, how you open the. That's how you open the lock, as it turns out. This has been the sequel machine. We'll be better next time. For Brad Scott, Corey Miller, Will Paffenberg. Oh, real quick, Will. Where can people find out all the Red Curb content? Oh, you can find it on Patreon.com/slash Red Curb Comedy. Corey, 
What do you want to pro? Uh, uh, promote? You can find me on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash NKOGonzo. N-K-O. Do you do any other shows? I do. Does it have a name? Yes, Is I do. Is there a place you can find it? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I do. It is my show. fault, Will. It's my fault. I literally set him up and he just, I, you know what I did? I passed him the ball and he took a shit on the court. He didn't catch it. He didn't even like oh, that's, slap it. That's the name right. of his he other podcast. He pulled his pants down on the court. His other podcast shot. is Shit on the Court. Shit on the Court. With Corey. Featuring Vic Miller. <laughs> shit on the Court. We need Vic. You know what? See if we can get Vic for next week. Uh, to, we'll see if we can Skype him in. I'm going to prove to you I'm not crazy. And that. Get Vic. I'll talk get to Vic. him. I'm, yeah, go, go get my big black friend. I'll talk to him. You guys are in trouble. I, yes, I do another show uh, with the aforementioned Vic, and uh, it's called The Breakdown Podcast, where we uh, we talk video games, we talk movies, and we talk TV shows, and uh, we, we we stay current with uh, some of the shows currently. And Well, I don't know when this is going out, so I'm not going to mention the shows that we're talking about, but just search uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Play for The Breakdown Podcast. Did you hear also how long it took him to say, look on all podcast platforms for The Breakdown? And... Big news, I am just, and I just found this out the other day, I'm going to be headlining the Comedy Zone in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Holy shit. And you missed it because it's March 5th and 6th, and I know this episode ain't going out before then. <laughs> so sorry you didn't get to see me, but maybe next time. Brad's got comedy if you want to go request me. All right, well, this has been The Sequel Machine. 